disgruntled bit players present a no ticket production. Jose Amador is Beijing PI in the case I started after I finished my baking. Previously on Beijing PI. My younger sister, the little fool, imagines that she's fallen in love. I'm trying to find out what happened to Skipper Ritzy. We don't have Miss Ritzy. What do you see? Could be an egg gone fishing. What a shitty clue! I saw something. A framed picture on Ritzy's bedside table. It was a picture of a girl. It was signed Love Trixie. Just that I'd already flagged that file. There's some stuff in there about an unnamed rich guy. That He's not unnamed anymore. And now, the pulse-pounding conclusion of Beijing P.I. Episode 5, The Storm Breaks, Wind. I'd just been to see Arthur Ritzy and discovered that he had a connection to a girl named Trixie Gardenia. I headed back to the office to find out just what that connection was. I stopped off on the way to grab a salad for Daisy Marzetti. This is some nasty stuff, Beijing. Yeah. It was. Did you get me a salad? Here. These are corn dogs. It was half a dozen years ago. Seriously, did you find these on the floor of a men's room? My partner, Fred Schwitz, and I had quit the force and opened this agency. I thought the world of Fred. He'd convinced me that we could make more money as private detectives than we ever had on the job. I'd have followed him anywhere. I was just a kid. We'd been at it for a year and a half or so when Fred was hired by this family. What's the case, Fred? Can't tell you, Beijing. They're paying extra for extra confidentiality. Let's just call him Family Q. Let's do the old Family Q. Apparently, someone in the family knocked up a call girl named a Trixie Gardenia. Now, Miss Gardenia wants a huge payoff, or she's gonna go to the press. What do they want us to do? Not us, Beijing. Just me. Girl comes from a tiny little place in Ohio called Patmos. I'm gonna track down her family, convince them to come get her, gonna try to make her go away quietly. But it didn't go quite as smoothly as Fred had hoped. He called her to our office, pretending to be a John in need of servicing. When he told her the real reason she was there, she got mad. Real mad. Schwitz tried convincing her to go back to Patmos, raise the baby with her family, and leave the Ritzies alone. She refused. I don't know exactly how it happened. I, I just know that when I came to the office that day... I don't know what happened, Beji. I, I... Fred Shevich, you're under arrest. He'd been like a father to me. Better than a father, because he never made me mow the lawn for a lousy $3 allowance. But I turned him in. What else could I do? He never gave the cops the name of the family. Someone gave him a giant pile of hush money because his family suddenly had a new house and new cars and new interesting hairdos. Oh, beige You want to know the kicker? The medical examiner said she wasn't pregnant. 
Stupid kid died for a lie. A lie, Daisy. A stinky, stinky lie. I'm... I'm sorry, Beiji. The Ritzies are family cue, Daisy. That's why Catherine was in my office that night. What night? The night she and I... I um... It, um uh, it's not important. Uh, what, what's important is I know who these people are, I know what they're capable of, and I know how to bring them down. How? By blowing up their apartment. That doesn't... Or, or, or something. I'll figure it out. Something less severe than blowing up their apartment, all right? I didn't know where Skipper was, but I knew the clock was ticking. If I didn't find her soon, she was dead. I was flailing, stumbling around without knowing my next step. X-Tree! X-Tree! Read all about it! Mayor Wed's kitten! Then I remembered something. The tiniest sliver of a clue as to where I might find Catherine Ritzy. If you ever need to find me, I spent a lot of time at a bar on 14th and University. I'm there frequently. Seriously, if you're ever wondering where a good place to look for me might be, I'd start there. It was a long shot, but it was all I had. Catherine. Mr. Amador? Mrs. Ritzy, is this man bothering you? Oh! What on earth? Where is your sister? What are you talking about? Don't fuck with me. Where is Skipper? Tuscany. She's Bullshit. in- you need to stop lying to me. I... The truth, goddammit! I... I came to your office that night to look at your files. Your partner... You can skip this part. I know about your father and Trixie Gardenia. I know why you were there. Where is Skipper? Jesus Christ! What are you talking about? She's in Tuscany. Daddy sent her. Johnny Marzetti. <laughs> what did you have to do with his death? Nothing. Nothing, damn you. I wanted him dead, but I didn't do it. I was at the opera. Right. With your husband. What? No. Marvin hates the opera. He... <gasps> Where is he? Where's your husband? Office. He has an office. Where is it? Four blocks from here. 38618th. Fourth floor. Wait. Does he even work? No. We always just assumed he needed a place to masturbate. Marvin Gormsch. I hardly remembered him. He barely registered. Johnny tried to tell us it, it wasn't a nine, a six, or a fishing egg Johnny'd written in his own blood. It was a G. <laughs> But the clock hadn't stopped ticking just because I knew who the boogeyman was. I still had to stop him before Skipper joined Johnny in that big shack up in the sky. I don't mean a shack which is in the sky. I'm implying that they'd be living together without the benefit of marriage, just like they did on Earth. I just wanted to make that clear. was locked. 
but I wasn't gonna let that stop me. Ow! Fuck shit! My toe! Jesus Christ. Mother pus bucket! Son of a biscuit. Gormsh's office was one for the books. Girly mags everywhere, more nipple clamps than you could shake a dildo at. And there, bound and gagged in a chair behind a desk, sat Skipper Ritzy. Oh. Mr. Amador! Oh my God! Johnny! Marvin killed him! Plus, I think he jerks off in this chair and I'm super grossed out. Give me just a few seconds and I'll have you out of these ropes. I'd rather we weren't here where Gorms gets back. Gorms is here, Mr. Amador. My gun had never seemed so far away from my hand than at right that second. By all means, Mr. Amador, go for your gun. It will be the last thing you do. Uh, except dying. Dying will be the last, last thing. Have it your way. Very good, Mr. Amador. Now, how about you move away from the skipper and stand by the wall? Well, Gormsh, color me impressed. I'm not sure what color that is. From the way Catherine talked about you after she and I had sex, I wouldn't have thought you capable of something like this. My wife underestimates me, Mr. Amador. Why'd you do it, Gormsh? Why did you kill Johnny Marzetti? It needed to be done, Mr. Amador. That's my role in this family. When there are things that need to be done and nobody else can bring themselves to do it, it falls to me. In return, Arthur makes sure that Catherine never leaves me. What other things have you done? I clean out the shower drain. I emptied the cat box when we had a cat. Do you remember Mittens, Skipper? She was cute. I killed a hooker when Arthur got her pregnant. Things like that. You killed the hooker? You! Fritz Schwitz died in prison for that, you son of a bitch! You don't shout at me! You don't raise your voice to me, Mr. Amador. It is not polite. That little whore was impolite. I went to your office that day to give her her stupid payoff. What's this? She was unreasonable, though. You think this will do it? You think a measly thousand is gonna make me go away? She demanded more. Oh no, buddy boy. If I don't get 50,000 by next Friday, I'm gonna... So, I took care of it. Schwitz told me to get out of here. Go on. I'll make it look like she was shot. I'll get rid of the body. I left, but he got caught. Ren, what the hell? Arthur paid Schwitz to take the fall, but it was me. I saved the family, and now I have done it again. Just this time we won't have to worry about paying off the detective. What about Skipper Gormsh? She's part of the family, too, but you have her tied up here. What were you going to do with her? She's bad. She's bad. She was going to ruin the family with that boxer. She was having sex with him. She's bad for the family. So what? Are you going to kill her, too? Marvin, I'm your sister-in-law. I've known you since I was little. You bought me maxi pads when I got my first period. 
Seriously? Catherine wouldn't do it. She's kind of a bitch. Shut up! Shut up! You don't, neither of you, understand! I clean this up and then I get to have sex with Catherine. While Gorms was freaking out, I lunged for a whip on the wall. With the strength of a madman, Gorms flew across the room at me. Wait a minute. Do you have a boner? No. Mr. Amador, I'm trying to remember how it is one shoots a gun. It's over, Skipper. It's over. He's gone. I am not going to think about where this whip has been. After five years of assuming the world was a giant rotating pile of shit, I learned that my partner did not kill anyone. Even knowing that he died in prison, probably in utter misery, I felt a little better about the world. Uh, uh, <laughs> Arthur Ritchie III died not long afterwards. I like to think he crapped the bed right before he kicked. Lassie! A scooter me! Skipper Ritzy joined the Peace Corps and moved to Costa Rica. Break a balloon, win a prize. A winner every time. Catherine Ritzy had to get a job. Good morning, Mr. Amador. And Daisy Marcetti is still going to night school, but now her day job is working with me. I'm happy to say I've consensually seen her naked. A lot. Because we're having sex. Oh, beige Together. Like her and I. No, really. Will Beige and Daisy continue having sex? Are they using protection? What's the deal ethically since she's technically working for him? None of these questions will ever be answered because next time there will be an entirely different story that may completely ignore this story's continuity on Beiji P.I.